0: A dollars. We want to check out that rig? What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my
1: disguise
0: on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. Michael Babcock will be with us shortly, which means that the triumvirate has reunited Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, Edward Lewis, here to talk about the Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship What a wild weekend. Edward Lewis, you got the scoop, baby. Fell us in.
2: Yeah, Mike Perry and Luke Rockhold went at it, and it's one of the biggest BKFC fights, really, that you could possibly have. I mean, two ex-UFC stars that we all know and love, and they went at it. I mean, they were throwing haymakers at each other's faces. It eventually got stopped in the second round because Luke Rockhold took a punch so hard to his mouth that it broke off a piece of his tooth and really split his lip uh, uh, an inch or so uh, that he had to get stitched up after the match. I mean, this this bout was nasty. These guys were dropping bombs on each other left and right. Uh, A hell of a fight. Even Luke Rockhold at the end of the fight uh, uh, posted a video of him with it all stitched up saying, you know, congratulations. To Mike Perry you know he's a tough dude but after the fight is where kind of the biggest news of the day of the night went down because Conor McGregor actually entered into the ring check out this video <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: and,
4: and you know Cowboy took my arm mm. here in Denver <laughs> What I, did what I, did I know you took him out. Mm, really.
3: mm. You taught me a good lesson. Mm, yeah, my friend to me. I respect you. Thank you I'm so into part. this game. I'm into this I game. I'm into this 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 game. I'm
5: into this game. I'm into this game. you so much. i am into this game i am into this this game i am i am you. i you i you, i i never i i am
2: at- so it wasn't exactly a, a challenge per se, but it certainly looked like they wanted to fight each other. They were setting up a future fight. Now, it obviously probably will never go down because Conor is so entrenched in the UFC and it's hard to get him out of that contract and blah, blah, and you can't even really get Conor to fight in the UFC as is. But it was such a unique and fun moment to see these two, you know, kind of legends going at it in, in a ring and potentially maybe setting up maybe somewhere down the line a, a bare knuckle fight. What, 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 a, what a tilt that would be.
5: You know, if you watch this video on mute, you probably think, yeah, they're going at it. They're about to fight right now. But it's really cool to see that uh, that awesome moment between the two and, you know, after watching that fight, you have to have respect for Mike and Luke. Um, but I honestly feel like Connor, doesn't remember this at all because he was uh he was definitely drinking uh throughout the entire night and he had that bottle of proper 12 with him but it was a fun moment I, I was really happy to see it and um you know we actually spoke to the big winner of the night and that was mike perry uh and we talked to him all about the fight i made it look
4: very easy so
5: i am the fight to make i'm the
4: money fight for whoever uh, Conor McGregor is definitely interesting. Uh, Tommy Fury is interesting. Logan Paul. Um, you know, these these are good popular fights, possible fights as well.
3: What's your message if Conor was to see
2: this? What's Platinum's message to the Notorious One?
4: Conor! Notorious Conor McGregor versus Platinum Mike Perry is the only fight to make. It is the number one fight in the world. All the fans want it. We'll throw hands. Southpaw versus Orthodox. Big power punchers, I'm the better boxer, and that's no disrespect on you, mate. You've uh, you've had an amazing career. You said you're never retiring. I'm getting a little older myself. I think we've we've come a long way. I have definitely come a long way. You've been at the top. It's my turn to take over. So you could just hand me the keys, or you can let me fight you for them.
0: This is so wild to me. I mean, we're talking about a fight with Platinum Mike and Luke Rockhold, who was not a slouch, a guy that was a champion in the UFC, but after this fight that ended up with broken teeth and lips busted and stitches, a hell of a fight. Everyone's not talking about that. You're talking about Conor McGregor and, Obviously, that's for obvious reasons. One of the biggest stars in the history of the fight game. Maybe the best promo in the history of the fight game. And a matchup between these two uh, would be one for the ages. I mean, yeah, it, it looked like they were uh, setting up a fight and talking trash. Of course, a lot of courtesy, a lot of respect being thrown back and forth. But, uh, yeah, I mean, sounds like to me that, that this is a fight that uh, they want to see happen. I mean, it makes a lot of sense honor is going to want somebody that can keep up with him uh not only you know inside the octagon but also on the mic to promote the fight i mean seems like these days that's the bigger part of the battle even more than the fight itself so look this would be a really exciting one i'd love to see some respect exchanged between the fighters before it gets all nasty and again hilarious to me that after the fight we just witnessed that no one's talking about the fight itself Moving right along here on TMZ Sports to another unexpected spotlight shift as University of Kentucky quarterback Will Levis finally gets drafted uh, on day two of the NFL draft. Less than a 1% chance uh, that he was not going to get drafted in the first round. Of course, we're not seeing him in Kansas City. He got out of there after day one. Lucas, tell us about Will, and more importantly, tell us about what happened with his girlfriend.
5: Yeah, Gia Duddy was the star of the draft for sure on Thursday because people could not get enough of her for obvious reasons. Uh, There were uh, a lot of tweets, a lot of posts, Um, and so everyone wants to know what you think of uh, the new move, and uh, it's safe to say she is thrilled because uh, she said, let the adventure begin. Nashville, here we come. It's hard to put in words what it's like watching your best friend's dreams come true. Proud would be an understatement. I don't know anyone more deserving. Time to get back to work. Tighten up. So, yeah, she's really stoked for him. Uh, and he was, uh, you know, showing his new team colors, opened up a bottle of champagne. So, safe to say he's happy.
2: Can't forget the other Levis that also stole the spotlight on draft night was his sister. Kelly Levis. Uh, she she was just as much of a spotlight steal as his girlfriend, if not more. Uh, and she actually posted something on her social media today as well, congratulating Will. She said, now let's show him Will Levis. So this whole saga is so interesting now going forward. You have Will, you have his sister, you have his girlfriend, you have the Titans who passed on him the first time, but then drafted him the second time in the second round. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be interested in his career for both on the field and now off the field because this weekend was so crazy for him.
0: See, anytime you get seen at the draft with three beautiful, Blondes on your shoulders, and <laughs> that doesn't include your beautiful girlfriend. I'd say you're doing pretty decently in life, uh, but I'm gonna say, fellas, I am not buying that Will Levis is a happy man. Absolutely not. Less than a 1% chance to not get drafted in the first round. You are going to be livid, horrified, so embarrassed. Let's not forget that the Titans also had a pick in the first round and chose not to pick them. So there is nobody that Will Levis is exactly happy with right now. But That being said, I do believe that his girlfriend is actually happy. Why? Because they get to move to Nashville, which is an awesome city. If you ask any spouse, any significant other of any pro athlete in the country, they'll probably agree that living in Nashville is a jackpot. Believe the girlfriend's happy, don't believe Will's happy, uh, but it's been a fun dynamic to watch all weekend and uh, will be fun for all of us to follow all throughout the season.
1: There is about to be a comeback, uh, one of Maybe the greatest fighter, the greatest combat sports athlete of all time, Henry Sahudo. Triple C, making his return after three years to the Octagon. And Henry joins us now, man. Missed you, Henry. How are you?
3: Tell me, you, man, you guys, TMZ, you guys need a little bit of that sprinkle of cringe <laughs> up in there, dude.
1: It's not, the sport's not the same without you, Henry. I know you're there. <laughs> I know you're, when you're commenting on fights, you're one of the most popular coaches. But you as a fighter, man, it's, I think the sport missed you. How does it feel to be back?
3: Uh, it feels good, man. It feels good. Even talking to you, good. I know I haven't circled back with you guys in a minute. So far, so good. It's been three years, Michael, but it's been three years of growth. Maybe not physically, but it's been three years of growth of mentally, of get, tactically, of strategically, getting smarter. Um, you know, coaching the great John Jones, Demetrius yeah. Johnson. Davis Figueroa, Zhang Wei Li, Jerry Prachakka. I mean, these are all champions who have came to learn from me, and you know that's where a lot of my inspiration actually came from. It's from these guys. I'm just like, man, these guys keep winning. And I'm teaching them. I like, you know what? I'm still young. I'm still young. I I I want to come back and I want to I want to do something that nobody's ever done.
1: What do you expect when you get back in the octagon? Is there ring rust? Uh, are you going to be rusty? What do you think it's going to be like when you haven't been in there in three
3: years? But but I'll be honest with you, Michael. It doesn't matter. You know why it doesn't matter? Because my mind, my attitude—it's all about the attitude, bro.
1: Whether whatever it
3: is, if you don't mind, if 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 you don't mind, you know, mind over matter. If you don't mind, it don't matter. You know, I'm a competitor at heart, Michael. And I, I you know, I may be the king of cringe or whatnot, but when it comes to winning, I don't think there's too many athletes in the world just like me. You know, MJ didn't go to baseball and win a damn world title. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of these guys, they don't go out to another sport and do it. They may be good at one. I've been able to say. it. I mean, look behind. Look, I mean, look at that, Michael. What's look up, man? You see all that gold?
1: Right. And when you, com- when you, right, when you have those, those belts behind you and you combine that, too, with the gold medal, where would this, if you look at the whole realm of sports, Henry, in your mind, you come back now. You've already got the gold medal. We know what you've done with the championships, with the, the double champs stuff. Uh, to beat Aljamain Sterling, who is now the champion, what would that mean after three years? In the, yeah. How impressive is that?
3: Yeah, I think it's super impressive. I think that puts me on Mount Rushmore of MMA. I'm probably not better than uh, Demetrius or John Jones or Anderson Silva, but I think that puts me at number four. I think that puts me in a in a league of two division champ, Olympic champ. I come back three years later. I I, I do believe in my heart, you know, uh, that I am the greatest combat athlete of all time just by my resume, just by my accolades. But I think this fight right here puts me on Mount Rushmore. It puts me on the top four greatest mixed most stars of all time.
1: Henry, talk to me about uh, Aljamain Sterling. How do you think it goes, Henry? Is it quick? Is it to it take you five rounds? What do you think it looks no,
3: like? No, I've said it before. This fight isn't going into championship rounds. Like, I'm getting ready to do within three, you know? I'm putting that on me because I do have to work. I, I, I want to get rid of him. I don't just want to beat Aljamain Sterling. I want to dominate. I want to finish him. I want to make sure that he's eating that canvas, that he's sleeping, like he sleeps on his damn job. I want to make sure that he's snoring. You see what I'm saying? And on May 6th, I'm going to feast on some Jamaican jerk chickens.
1: Is this a one-time fight or is Henry Cejudo back?
3: I'm back, man. I'm back. Like, it, it is an fight. I was hoping you like, said that. Like, like I'm going after Aljamain and then I'm going after that dirty K-tip, Ronald Meth, Donald, Sean O'Malley. And then I'm going, uh, and then I'm, and then I'm bumping up and I'm going up to 145 pounds and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be fighting Volkanovsky. That's the plan that's been given. That's the plan that I want. And, uh, you know, as of right now, Aljamain Sterling's in, in my way. And I'm here to get my tuna fight out the damn way.
1: Is the UFC on board with that plan? I mean, that sounds fantastic can, to me as a fan.
3: How can you deny me? How can you deny me? How?
1: I, I don't think you can. And yeah, I think it's course, a, no, those are great they're, fights, they're, Th- The three great fights.
3: Yeah, of course, of course. And the, you know, the, the toughest one, it is Volkanovski. I know how good he is. Yeah. But is it, but it's the same reason why I want to fight You know, it's the same reason why I want to test my body, my soul, my mind everything and do something that nobody has ever done. And I think you, you beat a guy like Gokunovsky, then you become the greatest of all time. Three divisions.
1: I mean, if you're three, a three division champion with a gold medal too, I mean, at that point, would you feel comfortable calling yourself the GOAT? Yeah. Well, Henry, I'm so happy you're back. I'm so happy we got a chance to catch up again. It's been far too long. It's uh, UFC 288, Aljamain Sterling versus Henry Cejudo. Woo. I cannot wait, Henry. Thank you, brother.
3: Of course, man. You guys tune in May 6th. Like I told you guys before,
0: I'm having a cookout. in. At- Coming up next on TMZ Sports, J.J. Watt back in the headlines after retiring from retirement. Coming back to football, but maybe not how you would have imagined. Find out next what we're talking about on TMZ Sports. Welcome back to TMP Sports, where the triumvirate has returned. Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis here to talk about JJ Watt announcing a comeback to football. Or Edward, should I say, football?
2: Football, not football, yes, yes. Uh, JJ announced on Monday morning with his wife, Kalia, that they are now becoming owners, part owners, of a soccer team called Burnley FC. If you're not familiar with the English soccer and all this, they won the championship. They will be moving up to the Premier League, which is where all the big dogs play. That's where the Arsenal, the Manchester United, all those guys are at. So, JJ Watt is now getting into the football aspect. He's not coming back to actual football. And he explained <laughs> it in a hilarious video. Here. You gotta watch this, this is so funny how he uh, Uh, breaks down his new purchase. Look, I've only been retired for about four months now, but I really need something to do. If we rent an RV, we can hit the entire Taylor Swift tour just by driving. Anyways, I'm officially retiring from retirement. Thankfully. I just love football. We don't have buy an entire European football club kind of money. We're more along the lines of minority investment, but massive emotional investment. So America, allow us to introduce you to Burnley. Buckle up, kids, because we're about to go on a little journey called the English Football Don't Py- do that. English Football Pyramid. Welcome to the Premier League.
5: I think this is a great move for the Watts, but the entire time that I'm watching this, I'm wondering why they don't have a TV show yet, because they are so fun. Like everything that they do, they're, they're really joyful and you can tell they're in love. And now they have a, a soccer team to you know help out with their uh, free time. So I'm sure it's gonna be great for them, but I don't know, I, I could definitely see them becoming reality TV stars because they're, they're a lot of fun.
0: Well, you just said it, Lucas. I mean, becoming reality TV stars and JJ said it too. That show starts with them doing the RV tour to all the Taylor Swift shows, just putting it all, putting it all together right there. That's a show I think would do pretty well. But hey, you know me, I, I love when I see pro athletes, you know, pursue successful business endeavors on the outside of the game. And anytime you can kind of combine sports and business in the same in your retirement, even better owning a football club or a soccer club, however you want to say it, Uh, Makes a lot of sense. We've seen some other athletes be very successful uh, going exactly that way. And I got to say, man, he might have to get a little bit more involved here. You know, not only just an owner, he might have to train these guys. I'm not talking about on the field. I'm talking about in the weight room. J.J. Watt known for throwing up some crazy numbers in the weight room on the track. I don't know, man. He might have had to add a little strength and conditioning routine for this team as they're going up to the Premier League with the big boys, throw a little weight around and let everybody know what's up. I think that would be a good move. My doppelganger at the first ever Kelsey Jam in Kansas City, NFL Draft Weekend. On stage with MGK, Edward, you got the scoop, brother. What happened?
2: Yeah, I mean, he's turning into Rob Gronkowski, both on the field and now off of it as well, (laughs) doing his best party impression, going crazy. This was a a huge festival, a huge little music event that that Kelsey's put on for the first time in KC. Uh, 19,000 people in attendance, and as you can see, everybody was eating it all up. In addition to Machine Gun Kelly, Rick Ross was there, and Travis Kelsey actually had uh, a a shocking, eye-raising moment at at one point during this. Uh, He actually beer lose the Lombardi trophy and then spiked it onto the ground. Uh, We don't think it's actually Lombardi Trophy, uh, but still, uh, Kelsey is an animal. Uh, I I can't imagine what happened even after this festival because I'm sure there was more and more partying going on, but this thing was crazy, and Travis Kelsey is turning into, like I said, the new Rob Gronkowski, and I can't get enough of it.
5: Hopefully, it wasn't the real Lombardi Trophy, but uh, you know, it looked like such a good time. I had FOMO not being there, uh, and just seeing him still on this huge high after the Super Bowl, you know, hosting SNL, all that, there aren't many people that I would rather be than Travis Kelsey right now. He's just on top of the world.
0: Oh, he, he's absolutely on fire and he's living up to the bill. I mean, this is a guy that's wildly entertaining and has been this way his entire life. And that's what winning the Super Bowl is so great for uh, off the field is that now people get a chance to see who you really are. You get to throw these events that people will attend and come to and spend Tons of money uh, to attend and and just be you, man. And that's what we're getting. We're getting the real Travis Kelsey right now. And it is hilarious. I I absolutely agree with you that there's no way this is the real Lombardi trophy. Uh, I do love, though, that he took a luge off the side. Obviously, this isn't the Stanley Cup or something you can physically drink out of. So you got to get a little more creative with it. So pouring the luge on the side right up my alley. Spiking the trophy would have been a huge problem, I think, if it was real. But it's not, so we're in the clear. Either way, a really cool event looked like a ton of fun. Um, and next year, I think we got to go, fellas. We we got to be there, especially oh, if you're that jealous of it, Lucas. <laughs> I'm in. All right, and that'll do it for us today on TMZ Sports with the triumvirate Mojo Mutati, Lucas Whitman, and Edward Lewis, gearing up for a very Big show tomorrow. The whole gang is back, reunited, which should make it. Guys, join me here for the best show in